Let me know when we're ready. We good? This is this is uh, all right. Here we go. Who's the wine? <laughs> wine? Wine in a can? I know. I that's gangster, man. Did you bring that or yeah, was that I'm here? Running. Nah, I was just saying. <laughs> that's gangster, man. I like it. I'm <laughs> down with it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Keep moving. This is Persistence Culture. I am your co-host, Mambo, and we got your host, Jason, in the house. What's up, Jason? Yo, what up, Mambo? How's it going? Man, this uh, crazy right. weather is going. Hey, we're right at the stop, so at the start, let's do it. There's something up with these headphones. It's like, uh, oh. it's not It's not either on or something. What, uh, what, uh, check is, what? Uh, check, 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 check. Or maybe the mic's not on. I think I'm mic four. Are you? Something's going on. Yo, 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 yo. I don't know. It sounds weird, man. I messed your I messed your I messed your mojo up, Jason. No, it's all good. I just wanted, I was gonna try to ride with it, but it's it's really weird. Check 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 check. So you have two. Let me see. Tap your mic. Check 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 check. What does it sound like? Like an echo? Now that you're coming in clear, but for me, I sound like I sound like I'm hearing myself more than actually hearing it in the headphones. You know what I mean? Let's see. So mm. you're three. How about now? Check, check. There you go. Okay. You turn me up on the mic, son. <laughs> All right. Ready? Cool. All right. My bad. Reset. Here we go. Keep moving. This is Persistence Culture. I am your co-host, Mambo, and we got your host, Jason, in the house. What's up, man? Yes, sir. How's it going, Mambo? Uh, doing good, man. Just dealing with this uh, crazy-ass weather. It changes uh, every day. It could be cold one day. It could be hot the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an understatement. The other day, like where, where I'm at, it's kind of more in the foothills, kind of like Santa Paula, too, I'd imagine. And it's like literally 34 degrees at night and then fucking 81 degrees during the day. So it's like 50-degree 50, 50 temperature differential. It's nuts, man. Yeah, and being being an old man like me, it's like you you go to sleep with the window open, and then it gets cold in the middle of the night, and then you got a stuffy nose the next day. And yeah, that's it, man. You yeah. don't want to be sick nowadays, man. <laughs> It'd be lock you up. Yeah, but, man. Uh, so we got another dope guest. Actually, uh, we're welcoming back this guest today. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Today's guest is amazing. He's a friend of the show and a creator of the platform. Um, and he's also a deadly assassin, no matter the playing ground. From a gun range to a basketball court to a Muay Thai mat, he is an absolute killer. And when he's in the gym, you know it's only big dogs. So we got the epic creator, host of an incredible podcast, inspiring people all around the world to reach their full potential. On the pep talk, we have the one, the only. VC's finest Big Pep in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I get so hyped when you announce it. Yeah, so hey, man, I, I feel like I need, to, I need to walk to like a, to go fight somebody. That's what I'm saying. We got to get you <laughs> next time when you have a sang when you have your first sanctioned fight. I'll be your announcer. There you go, yeah. All right. It's kind of like it'll be like uh, how Roy Jones came down with red and meth that one fight. Before. So <laughs> exactly. we'll do something like that. We'll do something like that, bro. But no, welcome to the yellow table. How's it going, man? It's going good. I've been. It's it's good to be back. I miss you guys. Yeah, I miss you too, man. I feel like I haven't seen you for like a half a year. I know yeah, that's not. I, I know that's not true, but it, it feels like it, man. Yeah. It feels like it. But I'm not gonna lie. I've listened to pretty much every single one of you guys' podcasts, and it's been great. I know you're not lying because you comment to me a lot of times. You know, when you hit me up, you know, you'll throw something in there about the about the show. So I'm super glad that you're listening, man. Um, and probably easy to do it on the road, right? You're uh, just getting back to Cali, you said, right? So, yeah, I just got back two days ago. I was in New York for about a week and a half, and it's funny you guys are talking about the weather. Yeah. When I came back over here, it's it's been 
amazing because <laughs> I was in 31 degree weather with the wind and it was cold. I hate cold. 31. That's nice, man. That's not bad for <laughs> not That's for, not bad for an NY in February, yeah, yeah, man. Not, not for a California boy like me. <laughs> oh man. Anything below 40. I'm that's I'm, cool I'm though. Okay. But you're right in the, right in the uh, heart of the city. I was, I nice. was, yeah, I, I was working. And so I was out there for about a week, but yeah, happy to be back home. Got to hang out with the wife. Uh, for the past two days, and then, yeah. and then now back to business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Always, always uh, right back to business, even when you're coming home from business, man. So exactly. it's uh, it's quite the grind, you know. And that's that's where I want to kind of start asking you. It's not your professional career, so to speak, to be a creator. So what's been your biggest challenge balancing both your professional career and your aspiring career as a creator? That's a great question. Um, and to answer that, it's just making sure that they both don't interfere with each other. Yeah. So when, you know, when I'm, when I'm with the client or what, if I'm on the road, I'm solely focused on that. Mm -hmm. And then once, you know, I'm, I'm checked out and I'm back home, then I'm solely focused on the creative side, both sides. I take notes. So, cause I journal a lot. So when I'm home, I'm thinking about like how to be a better, like a, like bodyguard or this and that, or I write stuff down. Like, all right, I, I need to, you know, do this or do that. Yeah. And then when I'm on the road and I have a lot of downtime is when, my creative juices start coming up. I'm like, all right, let me think of the next guest. Let me think about some content. Let me think about making a reel or adding some new flavor into, you know, whatever I'm creating with, with Juan and with Nick, you know? So yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And speaking of creating and while it's in my mind and I don't want to forget about it later, I want to give a shout out to your boy Juan and that dope ass Kobe Bryant art that Appreciate is that. in the big dogs only gym, dude. Hell that yeah. shit is tight, man. Very tight. But getting back to your creating. Um, so, so that's really cool. And you're probably usually in creative spaces, you know, on your professional career. So I was going to ask, but you kind of already answered that that's really cool. And that you can pull that creation kind of into your own thing. So do you, uh, do you get inspiration from the people that you meet throughout uh, your professional career that rolls into your creation career? hundred percent. I mean, I get, I get inspiration from anywhere, but if we're talking from like on my career, my career, uh, my work spaces, anytime I'm in a room and I'm listening to, I like to, I keep my, I keep my ear to the streets, right? You I got you, my, man. I, you I, got you, right? And so if, you know, if I see whether it be uh, artists talking to each other, multimillionaires talking to each other, and I'm just listening and, and just, you know, hearing their their ideas and their emotions. I'm like, why can't I do that on a smaller scale? Yeah. And so until I take, it gets to that big scale, you know, hopefully. So yeah, I start, I, I pick little things out. Then I created myself and I have a, have a team with me, you know, and that's a big, a badass thing. team. Yeah. I appreciate that. And that's a big thing that when I first started, I was like, I can do this and I can do this. And it was always, I, 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 and then I realized like, you're only as good as your team. So I make sure that I bring, that's right. You need that bench strength, man. hundred percent. So, so that, that's dope. And, uh, how, how long, so you said when you first started, um, creating, so pep talk, isn't necessarily a new, uh, uh, a new venture for you. So when did all this start? When did you say, I, you know, I can, I can add value to this world by creating content. So it's funny. I was actually just uh, speaking to Anissa earlier about this, um, about five, no, about four years ago after I got it, I was doing, you know, the security world for about three years. I really wanted to like put myself out there. I wanted to be like a host. I wanted to be a mom, but I wanted to be a Jason. I was like, I really want to like, I have so much knowledge. I feel like living in the working in the world that I live in mm -hmm. or that I work in, but I'm so fucking nervous of the camera. I hate being in front of the camera. I hate <laughs> oh, yeah. talking in front of the camera. Yeah. Even back in 2017, like there used to be a meme with like, with the, like the team, the rap pack that I work with. Uh -huh. And when I was, when a camera would come in front of us, I would, I would get in shock or I would get nervous or I would stumble my words. Really? 
Yes. I never would have guessed, man. Yeah. I didn't know you in 2017, but even our even our first film or our first uh, uh, recording that Nick and I did, he had to coach me through. Stop saying like. Stop saying as. And he had to, <laughs> he almost had to like be like my own like cheerleader. Like you can do this. Be confident. Be confident. And so, but once I got that, then I told myself, all right, let me do a like a vlog. So I did a vlog gearing up for a tour that we did in 2018. It was kind of like how how does uh, a bodyguard get ready for a tour. And so we did a five part series, a five part series really? on YouTube. Yeah. And it was super small. Like it was just something that I was like, you know what? Is it still available? Yeah. It's, it's still available. And it's actually, what channel is it? It's, is it it's, on? it's on my YouTube. Oh, is it yeah, on yeah, your yeah. YouTube? Yeah. And if you look it up, it says like, um, 2017, like getting ready, like getting ready for tour, like a music tour. Okay. Dope. And, and so we did that. But what's cool about it was I remember telling my wife, I go, not that I want to show like the the fighting, the working out, the you know the the typical what people think the, bodyguard yeah. is. I wanted to explore the other side of it, which is like the mental side of it. Like I'm leaving my wife for three months. Um, I don't get to see people for three months. I have to get myself mentally prepared for being on the road in a different state, different country, prepping myself, understanding okay what people I trust, what people I don't trust. Who, who's my point of contact? So it's not just like... There's a lot of things going on in your mind. To, and then on top of it, like you said, you also have to balance your own mental yeah. health. You know, you got to compart... You got to have all these separate compartments, man. 100%. So. Yeah, so that was my first... Uh, like, my first... Entry attempt, to the... Attempt at it. And yeah. it was actually... It was actually... Uh, I've never told this story. Years ago, when I wanted to get into this field... Okay. In 2015, I remember watching... Uh, J. Cole had an HBO special... And it was called like Dreamville something. And I remember reaching out to his bodyguard on Instagram and I was like, and I just wrote him. I was like, he'll never read it. And I pretty much wrote like, how did you get to where you're at? And he replied to me and then we became friends. His name is Elijah. Really good guy. And Hell yeah. Well, shout out to Elijah. Yeah, and that, the YouTube vlog that we did literally two years, a year and a half ago, he asked me, he's like, Hey, I'm creating this, this app, this like bodyguard, like executive protection app. Oh shit. Where you can. So kind of like care for like childcare, how that kind of centralized yeah. it. It's kind of going to be like that for security professionals. Well, it was almost like a LinkedIn. So it's, it's almost like a LinkedIn, but an app where you can get like, um, you can start a community with each other. You can talk about like, you know, certain regulations, certain parts of the world. Oh, so it's more like knowledge sharing, like yeah. a, like a forum for, for you guys yeah, to be but, a part of. That's it's, dope. It's his app. And he asked me, he's like, Hey, do you mind? And I didn't even know he even saw it. He's like, do you mind if I take your series that you did in 2017 and do you mind if i put it in this app so that when people look at it and they want to know like the life of a bodyguard oh shit wow yeah no <laughs> that's way. crazy yeah, man. yeah yeah and i remember like thinking i was like oh yeah for sure because now we're, we're boys and then i remember telling kristen kristen's like do you remember in 2015 when you like just threw your fucking shot at this guy and now all of a sudden you guys are like friends you guys talk you guys text you got like i give him work he gives me work and i'm just like Working on a fucking dope ass app, kind of not necessarily working on it together, yeah. but your create your your creative content is going on yeah. to this app. So and, man, that's and, badass, and, dude. And the, and the members in this app are are you know we're called executive protectors, mm -hmm. pretty much the bodyguards all around the world. So people in India, Australia, fucking Istanbul, yeah, they're watching that that, that series. That series, yeah, that it's is a five part tight, series, yeah. dude. That is tight. So that was before the so that was before the uh, diet starts tomorrow clips and yeah. things like that that you did. Okay. So yeah, I got to go back in time. Then I kind of started there and just I guess never went back deep enough in the channel. I think what it was is because during that time I felt like that's all I could contribute. 
mm-hmm. because of the platform that I was in. I was like, all right, I'm okay. no, I'm known as the bodyguard, which is totally fine. So let me, uh, like, let me capture that. Let me monetize that. I mean, do some bodyguard stuff. Do bodyguard stuff. Yeah. But then I realized I'm like, I have, I have personality. I have character. Damn right you uh, do, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> and to top it off, um, I've always been a big advocate. Like, I, I used to, I mean, I still do. I um, advocate for like the big boys. Yeah. Because I was. Big dogs only, man. Yeah, but I was also a big obese dog younger. <laughs> so stages, man. There's yeah. peaks and valleys. So so that's where I was like, you know what? Let me make these content more about like enjoying life, me being me, enjoying food, but also yeah. balancing, having having working out, but having fucking a burger. Having you know doing jujitsu, but then having beers with my boys. That's what I'm talking about. That's like every day, the, everyday life stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But that's the thing is, I think sometimes people, and I'm sure you can speak on it, is like people think like you're Mambo, like you're the radio guy. It's like, no, there's 23 hours more in the day. You only do it for like an hour of the yeah. day. There's so much more. So for me, it was like, I'm more than just that. Yeah, you know? totally. And, and you know, you know, I, I, I will say this because uh, I just did your podcast uh, recently and it, it, it just dropped. And uh, I've never been the type to be in front of a camera either. And I was, I think we talked about this earlier and I, and, uh, it's crazy how people are saying like, yo, you need to do more of that because they really like the podcast that, that, you know, that we did. And people really like your face, man. That's the thing. No, people no, no, to, no, no, no. Let me tell you, he's a good looking man, but also <laughs> no, let me no, tell no. you the people, people have been hitting me up and, and people who've lived here for like 30 years, 25 years. You and they don't time, know what he looks like. And they're like, that's how he looks like. They put, they put a face to the, the voice and I'm like. Yep, that's, that's all. Mama. You know what? You know why? Because we've always always used the cartoon as the face of the voice. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's been like a character yeah. for yeah. for you and uh, Rico before uh, the morning show. So that's dope. You know, I didn't even think about that aspect of you being on on video in in Pep's uh, Pep's podcast, and that's what's dope about your podcast right now. And we're uh, we're aspiring to eventually have all of our episodes kind of on air too right, on right, YouTube. Right. We're working there, but that's what's really cool, and I love when you uh, portray your your uh, like your previews for episodes and put your content on Instagram. And while we're on the topic, uh, if anybody's listening out there, where can they follow you at? Because it's a great follow. Sure, it's uh, my Instagram is Big Pep thirty three forty two, and that's you know on my LinkedIn and or uh, is that what it no uh, Linktree? Okay, it has all the links. It has my my YouTube, has Instagram, it has the podcast, everything. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. So that, that's what I think is really cool. I love how you kind of have it as like a laid back setting. It really opens up the floor for like a comfortable, comfortable conversation. And then honestly, the video makes for some dope, dope uh, content. Yeah. Like uh, for me with this whole creative thing, that's where I struggle at. Right. Cause I feel, I, I never feel like an out of place old dad more than when now I try to navigate the streets and avenues of Instagram. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Like, like just the other night. Right. So I recently posted on uh, you could follow me if you'd like on press coverage, sports show.com or not.com. See, there you go. Uh, <laughs> at, at, press, at press coverage sports show. Um, but I was trying to make a story of the last episode when we did the, uh, the spicy, hot- yeah, the, the spicy noodle challenge. And, uh, man, it took me. It took me like a fucking hour and a half to make <laughs> that stupid ass story, dude. And my I'll wife t- was like, "Just give me the damn phone. I'm getting tired." Of I'll, you. T- I'll tell you this much: that that story about it's called the good goods, right? The yeah. the, the good goods yeah. life. Yeah, it's a new snack market. That podcast was amazing, but if you go to the last fucking five minutes, it was the most <laughs> hilarious thing ever. And I was I was I was in my room in New York, and I'm listening to this, and all of a sudden, I could feel like. Like you're trying, you're trying to make conversation with, with the owner and Jason in the background is like, 
trying to be Mr. Cool Guy eating this hot fucking <laughs> what was it a chip or something? No, it's no. A, it's actually like a noodle cup. So it's it's a uh, the company is uh, I believe it's pronounced Daybok, but it's uh, I guess it was like a TikTok challenge. So they have them in the store at the Good Goods, and I purchased it. And Alyssa told me when I was walking out, and she was like, "Yeah, have you seen the TikTok challenge on those?" And I was like, "Wait a second, nah, TikTok challenge? Nah. There's a TikTok challenge I with try. eating I something." <laughs> so, I, but but it was it was I, I highly suggest if you're into spicy food and you like. Like testing your boundaries go for it because it actually has some dope ass flavor it really does it, it, like if i could have chopped up some sweeter like teriyaki chicken to try and dumb it down <laughs> a little bit or something it would have been F- fyi been he was sweating he, was sweating. he sure. turned red within a minute yeah well it was yeah. funny because that you know you you it was still recording you can hear him saying oh my lips my lips my lips my lips my lips my lips i'm like dude yo I le- that was the worst part bro my lips were on fire after i got done. i learned my lesson two years ago and we i did hot ones I did that that I wanted that YouTube channel okay. where they do like different uh like hot sauces. Ooh. And like was, just straight shots of hot sauce or no, something? No, you put it on a, like a on a on a on a uh on a wing. Like oh, a, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And but it they're they're fucking they're terrible. Out. And so um <laughs> long story short, uh it was with Logic and he had this last two and he's like, Hey, can you can and I was doing it with them and I was he's like, you know, just have these last two with me. And by then we're already dying. All right. And so everyone at the, the last one, they do cheers and they like tap their wings. So I was like, fuck it. Like everyone is doing bites. I'm like, I eat the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. Oh man. Not only did I start crying, <laughs> I tried to drink, <laughs> I tried to drink milk milk didn't work. So what they do is they, they brought us a bunch of sugar packets and we just started going, just putting them all in our mouth. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and shit. it was like it was, literally dumping sugar packets in your mouth. Yeah, because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't even think. It oh, was shit. the scariest thing ever. Yeah, yo, I can't I can't do spicy because I get heartburn. Yeah, so I, I get heartburn with ketchup. So <laughs> is it is it is it worse? These as as you're, you as you're eating it, or is it worse when you go to the restroom? I think it's worse when you're eating it. Yeah, I would say it all. I mean, it all depends. It, yeah. it really all depends. And, you know, I guess it probably depends on your lifestyle for that whole day. You yeah. know, maybe collectively the, the next day might be worse. But, yeah, in the moment when it, when the spice is hitting you, like when my lips were burning, like even after we got off the air all the way um, before Nalissa left, I was like, fuck, my lips are on fire. I don't know what to do. I literally took paper towels and was like dabbing my lips. And when I looked down at the paper towel, they were like bright orange. Yeah, it wow. was. Uh, yeah, so, no, man. but it's it, yeah, it was it was fun. It was worth the it was worth the challenge. <laughs> it was worth the uh, the burn. Yeah. And uh, you talking about hot wings made me think of the Barrel House too, right here in Ventura. They oh, got yeah. some they got some spicy ass wings there they too. Do. They ain't like that where you need to be dumping sugar <laughs> packets <laughs> in your mouth. But but they are they are definitely legit, man. And uh, yeah, so those kind of things make for great content, and that's why we're gonna start uh, more taking more video of the show, yeah. and we're looking forward to that. I, I can't wait, man, because you guys, especially like this past year. The podcast has just been thank you so good, so good. You guys have the best, the best guest. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to the rest of this year and all the all the years after that to come. Um, you know, we got the studio all put together finally. Now we finally get to welcome everybody to the to the yellow table when they're here. So it's all coming together slowly and surely. Um, but so is yours, man. And like, I just wanted to to touch base on this because I've been listening to your episode and stuff. My favorite one is probably the one that you did with D Pinkert. That's probably my favorite one so far because like. I actually heard of Ventura County before I even ever thought I'd ever step foot in 
Ventura County or mm-hmm. California, let alone for that for that matter. And I heard of it through sports. So I know that there's like a rich sports history here. So it's kind of cool to hear about a local sports hero that I'd never heard. You know, I heard the story of Lorenzo Booker and yeah. St. Bonnie's, and that's kind of what got me into it. And I heard of a lot of the other pros that made it to the NFL, but I've never, I don't know enough about the rich culture of the guys that were just absolute studs their whole high school career. And uh, his story was really cool. And when you're talking about the the team that you're on with the Jordans and oh, yeah. staying and balling out, dude, that was like the coolest story in the world. And I just thought it was funny. <laughs> you're talking, like you show up. It was, it was funny because people actually thought I was lying. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't lie about this shit. Like, yeah. We were on a private jet at 15. That's crazy, bro. You know That's yeah. fucking crazy to yeah. go hoop, too. <laughs> yeah, to go hoop. And, and then lose. And lose every time. <laughs> every time. I'm That's telling cra- you, man. That is, that is crazy, yeah. bro. But but that uh, was that AAU ball? It was AAU ball. I mean, well, before, I mean. Before AAU? It was travel ball. Yeah. It was travel ball. But, I mean, the way that we we would walk into gyms, like, we run the place all Jordan out. <laughs> and then we, yeah. we would lose by 40, 50 points. Hey, you got to look good. You got to. But we would look great, exactly. You gotta look good to play good, yeah, man. Sure. I, I'm telling you that that uh that line holds true. But I, you're talking about great guests on this show, and I think you've had you know top notch local guests like uh, D Pinker mm-hmm. and literally living legends like the man to the right of me, Mambo, on this latest episode. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but I can't wait to listen to it. But I wanted to ask you from a creator standpoint, sure. right? If you had the perfect scenario, right? So I know I know music and sports are a big part of your life. Mm-hmm. So if I give you the opportunity, this person can't say no. You got to pick one musician and one athlete to sit down on the pep talk and chop it up with. Who do you pick? Oh my gosh. Wow, that's a great that's question. That's a great question. Yeah. Um athlete can i pick two uh you can give me two and okay. we'll pick which one was better we'll, I'll, I would, I'll, I'll help you settle all right i think my first one would probably be um lebron james okay i think and not just because of like the basketball player but just everything else you know just like his story you know his story of like you know the come up and what he's done now his accolades you know the school nah. the all that stuff um and then also i probably want to do conor mcgregor Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Why Conor? Because it's Conor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it kind of goes without who, saying. Yeah. But. Who knows what he would say? You yeah. Know? That's what's cool. Like the stories that Conor McGregor would have are probably legit. Like, exactly. I want to hear about some Ireland bar fights, bro. Like talk about the, you know, all the fights that he gets into when they're like literally like sanctioned press conference events when this dude's throwing dollies through bus windows exactly. and shit like that. <laughs> imagine, what he did, imagine what he does in a good old Irish yeah. pub, you know? I want to I hear about the, like, the fight that Conor McGregor wasn't expecting to happen and somebody, you know, Gave him a run for his money yeah. in one of these Irish pubs, dude. Because I, I tell you what, you watch like the the England, uh, the the European soccer matches. These fools throw down at those oh, matches, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Those yeah, dudes go wild. nuts, bro. Uh, what's that movie? Green Street Hooligans. Have yes. you guys ever seen that Have movie? A, yeah, where I they love meet that in the movie. street and they just fight. Oh yeah, yeah. it's fucking nuts. <laughs> that is a nut movie, and it, the reason they made the movie is because that's how shit really yeah. actually goes down over there. Um, so no wonder Conor McGregor loves fighting. And then um, musician. The first person that came to my head, honestly, was Jay Z, mm-hmm. and he seems to always be the guy. Well, be, I think because it's because he has such a. Well, first off, it's the aura, and yeah. then also it's like he's for the past. I want to say fifteen years, everything's kind of been on the low, you know. Yeah. But all oh this, yeah, yeah, you don't really hear too much about Jay Z no more. You know, the only time you do hear about him, other than like releasing like an album, is like oh he, you know, he invested a hundred million to here. Or he bought this type of NFT or mm. this type of Picasso, or he's working on helping with this policy and it's like nobody even sees you yeah, you know yeah. but 
He's still making moves. To me, I feel like I feel like Jay Z. Uh, while we're on topic, you know, after the Black Album, right? Black Album was supposed to be the retirement party. And to me, I think that kind of still holds true. I don't think Jay-Z was ever fully Jay-Z after that album. I think he, he really transitioned into the businessman Jay-Z. Obviously, he made great music after that. I'm not saying all his music sucked after the Black Album. But he was just never the same old, like, Jigga Jay-Z anymore. Like, it really changed after that do you, to me. Do you say that because, like, that was... That was like your, that was like your Jay-Z, kind of like that was the Jay-Z that you are, you were used well, to. Well, 100% it was yeah. my Jay, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, that was the, that was I the think, more of the era of Jay-Z that I liked, but yeah. I continued to, to, you know, follow him as a, as a musician and as a creator, but I don't know. I just, to me, it was, it just changed after that. For sure. I don't, I, I don't know if I agree with that all the way because I mean. What's your favorite post black album from Jay-Z? What's the Post black. So post the black album, what's the best one that he's come out with since then? American Gangster. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I wasn't. I mean, like four for four. I wasn't a fan of you know stuff yeah. like that. But Kingdom but, Come. I hated that. But one. also, I'm not too, lie, Jay-Z, I was. I'm a, sorry, man. I know you probably you know. No, <laughs> I'm a fan. Like, Who the hell is this idiot talking about my that? music? But uh, the song, or not the song, but the album with um, uh, with Jay with the uh, Kanye. Uh, watch the mm. throne. Yeah, watch, watch the, the throne. throne. That was a good one. Yeah, too. that is that is a good one. Yeah, but I mean that's just a killer combo to me. I yeah. feel like Jay Z. <laughs> to me, I feel like Jay Z brings the best out of Kanye. And I mean, I'm, Kanye kind of does the same with Jay Z right now. You know, he didn't need Kanye before Kanye, but I really love when Jay Z and Kanye pair up to this day. Like it definitely still creates the best content. Speaking about Kanye, have you guys been watching the documentary series? Yeah, yeah, the the yeah on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. Dope. That's that's so dope, man. That's, the way yeah. super dope. It's so yeah. fucking Time, so timing too for for everything yeah. that's going on with yeah. them. Yeah. How do these people? How are they that smart though? They're geniuses when it comes to marketing. Like all that footage has been around forever. You right. know, I mean, this is this is like taking me back. Like that's oh, what's yeah. so cool about it. That's what's really cool about it. It's like, man, this was when I was really into hip hop. Like yeah. I was. Knee deep in hip hop. Jason, every when day. you were in the streets, when I was in the streets, street, street, on the in, corner, when I was in the yeah, birth, yeah. when I was in the birthplace of the great Jay Z, exactly. Trent, New Jersey, I was knee deep in all this stuff. You <laughs> when know, he was rocking his Tims. Exactly. Right? Tim's, yeah, must be man. Uh, yeah, dude. I, I, I was literally. It's funny you said Tims. I was literally thinking the other day. I was like, man, I haven't owned a pair of Tims for a long time, and that just felt like blasphemy coming off of my tongue. Let's so go to the like, outlets, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I need to get me a fresh pair of Tims. I'm always rocking work boots now. I love my work boots. They're nice. But they ain't they Tim's. What's man. considered the Tim's of West Coast, like Vans? Oh, the Tim's of West Coast? Yeah, like uh, I mean Vans. Yeah, probably. Vans, yeah. right? I'd say Vans or Chucks. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I don't know. It's different though, because you don't really have to wear boots here. You know what I mean? Thank God. So like Tim's, I mean, you, I would, you say would catch Chucks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'd catch some people in the basketball. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say I never wore a pair of Tim's with basketball shorts, but I'm just saying <laughs> on, on, the, on the East Coast, you wear them because it's wintertime, you for know, sure. and you need to wear them, you know, but, uh, but they, they, I mean, they do look all right with basketball shorts too, man. You can pull it off. You just got to own it, man. Bring it back. Yeah, basketball bring, shorts, bring it back. basketball shorts, wife beater, and Tim's. It's coming and, back and, this summer. It's coming do, back this summer. Matter of fact, do that at the 5 a.m. class, man. You should just okay. do, do a crossover I'm workout. Do a workout in Tim's. Like, uh, <laughs> like I remember, I remember when Will Allen was in the combine and supposedly forgot his running shoes, and he ran a he ran a four four forty in a pair of Tim's. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Never really did much in the NFL after that, but it got him drafted in the first round. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, you can do what you got to do. You can run four four Tim's. You know, you deserve a spot in the NFL. Well, what was what would be your guys's uh, answer to that question? Okay, uh, I can feel that one. Uh, I would say from my, from my perspective, because I'm also so I chose sports and music because I felt like those are probably two of the bigger you know quote unquote genres in your life. Sure. Same for me though. Same goes for me. So when I wrote that question, I was kind of already thinking like, all right, if he throws it back at me, 
I'm definitely gonna go. I'm definitely gonna go with Allen Iverson because just be, just because he has a just because he has a killer story, and that's another thing that I thought was cool about the D episode when when you were literally like. One minute before you said he was like the Allen Iverson of Ventura County back then, I was literally thinking in my head, like, man, this dude sounds like you're telling me Allen Iverson's story right now as far as his yeah. team members and stuff. So I loved him in the pros, right? It was a huge part of me growing up. We were going to the Wells Fargo Center. I was watching AI as a kid. I remember I was super pissed when they drafted him because even as a, like a little kid, I was like, why the hell are you going to draft Allen Iverson when we got Jerry Stackhouse? What the hell is going on yeah. in the front office up there? You know, I'm an eight-year-old kid, but I'm like, why are we doing this? And then I saw why we did it. You know, Allen Iverson, I didn't really watch much college basketball back there, back then, I mean. Uh, so I knew who Allen Iverson was, but I didn't know the pre-story. There's such a crazy pre-story to Allen Iverson's life. If you haven't looked into it, there's plenty of documentaries. I think there is even one on. There's uh, one on Showtime, I believe, yeah. that I've seen. And there's yeah. the 30 for 30, yeah. like the brawl yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's just had such a cool life of peaks and valleys. And to me, real life is peaks and valleys. You know, you never know how deep the valleys are going to be or how high the peaks are going to be. But I would say Allen Iverson probably has some of the deepest peaks following the deepest valleys and back up and forth again, you know? And I just think that it'd be a really cool story to get his perspective on how he kept moving through all that, you know, and how he had to battle through all these things and he still turned out on top a good human being, you know, even when all the chips were stacked against him and everything was, you know, had him up against a wall. I think it'd be really cool to get his take on how he made it out of those valleys and how it was at the top of those peaks, man. Because I remember watching him beat Vince Carter in that Eastern Conference Finals when we went on to stop the Lakers on defeated postseason, <laughs> stepping over Tyron Lue on the back. That, that will live in my brain you mean forever. The, you mean the only game you guys won and then we ended up yeah. winning the championship? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just making sure. I will be in, I'm telling you, I will be an old bastard one day with amnesia or Alzheimer's or something like that, and I will remember that baseline shot it. from Allen Iverson. Yeah. Um, so that would be my that would be my sports guy. And then for music, that's where it gets like a I don't know, that's that's so hard because like there's so many dope ass musicians out there. Obviously, Jay-Z would be incredible. I I would like to hear his his story and his true take, you know, if we can get like the true take, like if he could just separate himself from Jay-Z and just really talk, that would be so incredible to really think what was going on in his mind while he was, you know, going from literally a guy that had to scrap for everything on the streets to a little legitimate billionaire yeah, yeah. like legitimate billionaire um but for me i feel like a, a like a fun interview for me would be cameron <laughs> i love i love me some killer cam yeah. and i just feel like it would be the dopest stories and to me dipset just kind of had a different style music when they came out and yeah, i feel definitely. like when you can kind of cut your own notch out of a piece of hip-hop or a piece of a whole music genre in general you know like kind of how you know sublime cut their cut out of punk and rock or how you know the rolling stones cut their part out of rock you know and it wasn't just typical stuff so i think that'd be fun to kind of see how the whole Dipset thing really started. So if anybody's listening out there, get the Dipset gang back together and get a nice little documentary, <laughs> coattail off this Kanye thing. And uh, yeah, I'd go, I'd go kill a camp I'm, for my I'm, guy. I'm sure people are probably wondering like, why is this guy saying Cameron wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no. Yeah. And I, I think Cam would be cool. He was in some dope ass movies back then. Oh, yeah, nobody, man. nobody had, nobody had uh, street gangster movies on lock like the nineties. The nineties came out with the best content movies. He was the first one to wear pink. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, what about you, Mambo? Uh, athlete. Uh, I think, I think I would do, I, it, it had to be two, bro. Uh, it would have to be, uh, Pelé and Neymar. Have you have you Ooh. seen Neymar's uh, documentary? 
He has. I didn't know he had a documentary. Yeah, it's on. It's on uh, Netflix. Oh, what? Probably one of my favorites right now. I mean, the Kanye. I think yeah, is yeah. just because of Kanye's the music dope, thing. Yeah. But the Neymar one is 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 very okay. dope. Yeah, and I, I brought up. it up in in previous a previous episode, and people have uh, hit me up saying like, "Yo, that's a dope documentary." Wow. Okay. And uh, Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Z's hands down. Yeah. 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 Jay, I mean, Jay Z. It's hard to pick anyone other than Jay Z, right? Yeah. You can't really think of too many like. Musicians in general that have touched so many different factors in life, you know, like you said, like now he's literally, you know, I mean, if you if you think about the big moments that that have been happening, I mean, the halftime show at the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. he had his hands on that shit. Mm -hmm. So, so you just think about like everything he's touched, and you know, not only that, he's helping the NFL even write policies on how to like promote, you know, racial indifferences better. I mean, so I mean, he's doing like he's going like full on like philanthropist. Freaking Jay Z right now, no, so 100%. so I I respect it, you know, and I I could I'm I'm not surprised either, you know, when he had the line about you know I don't wear jerseys no more, I'm 30 plus, you know, give me a crisp pair of jeans and a button up, up yeah. you know, so I mean like he's always had this like businessman mentality, and he hasn't allowed like his beginnings or his travels keep him in a certain place, mm-hmm. so. Got mad love for got mad love for Jay Z, but I'm still going Killer Cam. I know you guys might not always be on the same page, but uh, no. So so that that's cool, and I'm just looking forward to when you get to those stages to interview these types of people. Man, oh, I appreciate that, man. Dope ass pep talks, bro. So what can we look forward for pep talk this year? What's in the works? What are your plans for the rest of the year? 2022, man. We're just getting on and cracking. What's going down? You know, well, first off, before we keep going further, I just I need to say. Cause I know the persistence culture uh, family and everyone listens is pep talk. Isn't where it's at. If it wasn't for this company, you know, from the bottom of the top from you guys believing in me to Enrique to the, the whole squad, because giving me, helping me get, get this platform and being able to feel in a way like stress-free and being able to create content that um, pretty much, I don't, nobody's micromanaging. It's like, Hey, we believe in you. And that's the big thing. Yeah, we, you're the we, creator, man. And, yeah, and that, I think that's a, been a big thing for me. It's always been like, I, I've to. It's been hard to have like self belief. So mm-hmm. for somebody, for a whole team to say, "Hey, we believe in you. Run with it, and we'll we'll, we'll support you." Is you can't ask for a better team than this, you know? So well, we couldn't ask for a better guy to be on our <laughs> squad creating content, man. So I'm throwing it right back at you, dude. Appreciate that. Um, but to answer your question, man, I got well, not just me, but the pep talk. Family, the team, we have big plans. We just got done doing a hour and a half meeting with Anissa. You know, we're working on uh, our our pep talk, not just merch, but it's called pep talk collections. So we're we're doing a collection yep. that's going to be nice. dropping. In the Anissa summer. will take you to the next level. Yeah. So, so her and her and uh, you know Juan, uh, my co-star, but also too the creative director himself. They're working together. He's I'm a badass the, artist, man. Badass. I can't wait to see what they come up yeah. with. I mean, he's been doing he's been doing uh merchandise for the past three years from for numerous artists you know from from a logic to a kyle i mean he's his his works all over the world so to have him support me and he's coming up with ideas anisa it's gonna be it's a match made in oh, heaven it's, dope. it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be incredible exactly and then in regards to like the podcast i think i want to go i want to start traveling i want to start traveling i have a I have a couple great guests in new york that want to do it in miami i want to do it you know, and it's like you have the means too. I mean, you're you're going to these places. Yeah. You're, you, you know, that would be that would be dope, man. But but ultimately, though, to be honest, is like I started from day one. Is mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I 
do my due diligence in bringing people's stories out of the 805, more importantly, because I can definitely go and get, you know, John Doe from New York or yeah. whoever from Miami. And they have great stories. But also, too, is like, man, I grew up in Ventura County and the people who I know who I've met have amazing stories. And like my like uh, my slogan says, you know, on, on my on my podcast is I'm just a person trying to help other people tell their stories. And it's like, why, before I get too like extreme thinking about like the other side of the world or the other side of the country yeah. is like, let me make sure that I'm taking care of the people here. You know, like you have no idea, like all the people who I've, uh, who I've interviewed, but people fucking love Mambo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and people are like, yes. Yeah. And the biggest thing is like, how did you get Mambo? How did you get Mambo? Mambo's a fucking legend That's around hilarious, here. And I'm like, I'm like, all I had to do was ask. Yeah. You know, finally. That's what's crazy to me, honestly, like to be to be where I'm at and to have the opportunity that, that I'm in, mm-hmm. definitely trying to seize it. Because I remember when I first moved to Ventura County from San Diego, his radio show was like one of the first things that I started listening to yeah. regularly. And you had told me back then that I'd have been doing a podcast sitting next to the guy. I would have thought you're crazy, you know? And I mean, I always had, that's why I thought I wanted to ask you that question about shifting from your professional career to your creation career, because I always thought that podcasts were cool. Even before podcasts were cool. Yeah. Um, buddy of mine, Jimmy, shout out to him. He, he co he co-hosts a lot of the press coverage sports shows with me. Um, but we used to chop it up in the living room about sports all the time. And that's when podcasts were like, just kind of starting. There wasn't even, I don't even think Apple podcast was a thing yet. Uh, and I was like, dude, we got to figure out how to do this podcast stuff. I think people would really like our content, you know, and now literally probably 12, 13 years down the road. Now we get a chance to do it. I'm really stoked and super grateful that I have him coaching me through it. And, you know, like you said, a platform that persistence culture is providing to do all this 100%. stuff. So, um, that's what's the tough part is shifting from the professional career to the creation career and trying to keep those mindsets. Yeah you know, fluent together, like you said, while when you're in the one, you're not giving away time and mental space that you should use on it, but also being aware of your surroundings and using those observations and experiences to help you in the creative world too, man. So, and also too, um, I recently said this to my wife. I was like, I also want to use my, my network, my, my resources. Like I've never asked, I'm not the one to ask for favors. Yeah. So if, if, so I've, had to ask certain people who quote unquote call them famous or artists or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, I've worked security for you. Can you be on my podcast? And yeah. what do you, you know, I've, I've protected you. Yeah. Sit on my fucking couch. And yeah, just, come on, just just chop it up yeah, me, right? come on, man. I'll protect you while you're there too. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah. And then also too, uh, on the other side of it, I also do like, uh, I go check out like local food, you mm-hmm. know, local brew, local beer, Yes. you know, and I do local food trucks and just recently, I don't know who told me, but they're like, you need to get back into that because. Yeah, you do. You need to tell me your spots, man. I ran out of spots. You told me all the spots. That, I've been to them all. Now I need new spots. And, that, and that's the number one thing that people say is like, anytime you go to a place or if you post them somewhere, we'll go to that spot. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And, and also too, it's like, I see people grinding like all these new food trucks and people are putting their fucking lives, yeah. you know, investments into this. And, and if I can use my soul quote unquote platform to, to help them out. Yeah, yeah. Make a video and whatever, shout them out. And, you know, having, having Nick brushes like a, a great videographer and editor and be like, you know, let's make this into a fucking movie. 
and that can that can oh. a domino effect. All of a sudden, now they have fifty more clients because of that. Why not? That could change. That could literally change their life too. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you could look down. They can look down the road, you know, and be like, "Man, business really picked up mm-hmm. after that pep talk episode, or after that, you know, you know, motivational mm-hmm. video that I was a part of. You know, yeah. just being a little snip part of a video. I mean, it can make a huge difference, man. And I, I really think your taste in food, by the way, is top notch, <laughs> man. Because every that. you haven't let me down yet, man. So I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to all the badass stuff that's going Thank on. You. Like I said, like the the dope shit that's in the future. What's in your future this weekend? That's what I want to know. Oh man, so uh, it was the UFC fight this weekend. Okay, who's uh, who's scrapping? Uh, it was Masvidal and Kobe Covington. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have, but I have a, a have a double date that I that I Ooh, that I forgot that, that I um Ooh. that I reserved a date. Well, with just pick him. a spot with TVs. <laughs> It's not my call. It's my I wife's call. Hey, hold on, that's in the evening. But trying to get him in trouble, bro. No, I'm just trying to help him game plan. But but let me tell you something, and I know where you're going with this. But um, I know Saturday morning, David Goggins is going to be here. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And, yeah. And I'm gonna tell you this. Two and a half years ago, I read his book. My life changed after that. I swear to God on everything. You're I, like I, one of like you're one of many people I, uh, that have said that back yeah. to me when and, I bring up David. Goggins. And it's crazy because. I, that was when I was kind of like bullshitting on my workouts and bullshitting in my like in life. I was just kind of being like coasting through. Yeah. Complacent. And then when, you know, the, you know, he talks about it and excuse my language, but when he, when he's like, Hey man, that inner bitch inside of you, inside your mind that wants to tell you to fail, you tell him to go, you know, go fuck himself and get better and get better and get better. I've, I've literally have read his book. I listened to his audible book two, three times a year. So I will be there. I will be, I will be there. Uh, like honestly, I think I'm more excited just to be in his presence. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday at 0800. Yeah. And I mean, you know, in the in, in the work the workplace or the work field that I work in, like I see celebrities, I give two shits. But the fact that I'm going to be able to see David Goggins, it's going to make my year. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. So dope. It's pretty. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I was talking about like creative content. I'm, I'm looking forward to that weekend too, because this weekend, um, if you're listening to this podcast and also being a part of the David Goggins challenge, which you should be, even if you can't make it to David Goggins, take his advice. If you can't run every four hours, then do something for 40 minutes. You know, it takes the average person uh, 40 minutes to run the four miles. So do something, get up out of bed at midnight yeah. and do fucking jumping jacks for 40 minutes, whatever it is. Um, because me and wifey with the, with the kids, we can't, can't go and run four miles at fucking midnight and four in the morning. Yeah. You know, even if I, even if I maybe had the motivation to do it. So we're going to try, we're going to try to, uh, we're going to try to do some kind of little 40 minute EMOM workout every four hours for the weekend. And then also run a few legs. But in between all that, we're going to have a little remote studio set up at the Ventura PC. And we're going to get people's inputs as they're coming back and taking off on these runs wow. all weekend long. And we're going to tie it all together. Um, and hopefully, if David's got time, he can also jump on and answer the same questions that we're going to be asking people through the weekend. Imagine if you fucking get him. Oh yeah. my gosh! So I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, get him. Yeah, get yeah. him. No pressure, David. You know, but if you have the time, <laughs> if you have the time, we'd love to get your input on the same questions. But this, to me, this challenge. You know, David made this challenge to be more than David Goggins' challenge, yeah. right? To me, the the more incredible part of this upcoming weekend is all the people, the brave souls that are going to fucking try and run yeah. four miles every four hours for forty eight straight fucking hours and run 48 miles in a weekend Mm -hmm. that's crazy that's crazy it's a sneaky sneaky ass way david to make us run two (laughs) marathons
marathons in a weekend and you've convinced all these people to do it that are not marathon runners. It's intense. You know what's crazy is we had a, 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 a Christian on, on the show to to promote the, the event. Yeah, big shout out to Christian. And, and uh, I, I've never gotten so many DMs about people asking what it was. This is the first time I hear about it, you know, the challenge. But uh, people that, that showed interest in it and saying like, yo, like, you know, like, I've been wanting to step up and and get fit, and uh, they're gonna try it too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And and uh, you know they they asked for the name of the book and everything. So so to me it, it, it tripped me out how how much interest it you know people yeah. showed for this. You guys have you have you guys ever read the book? I haven't read the book. I haven't been read the book. And I mean full full disclaimer before this challenge before Christian had mentioned the challenge. I had no clue who David Goggins was. Yeah. And I must be the only fucking person on earth <laughs> that doesn't know. Because anybody else that I brought it up to, like, dude, David Goggins changed my life. Dude, David Goggins yeah. is the reason I got back in the gym. David Goggins is the reason that I'm doing this and that. And and I love his book and everything. And, I mean, everybody to, like, the director that I work with knew who David Goggins was. And I was like, oh, like if it wasn't for shit. If it wasn't for him, for me reading his book, I wouldn't have ran my half marathon. See, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. I, <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet the guy, but I'm also just really excited to watch persistence culture. Not only the people that we see in the gym all the, all the time, but hopefully the people and the other members yeah. of the community that come to run with us and maybe not only run when David's there, but run the entire weekend with us, yeah. push it, you know? So if you're listening to this and you've never been to the gym or you want to get to the gym and you're like, fuck, I can't run four miles every month, then walk it and walk it, ride a bike. Ride right, a scooter, right. skateboard, do whatever be, be you active. do. Do whatever you do, but do it every four hours for 40 <laughs> minutes. Yep. And uh, challenge yourself, you know? And that's that's what's key. Um, the Chech and everybody came out with a great video right now. It's on the Persistence Culture Instagram feed. It is fucking fantastic. And uh, it's a motivating video of the Bodfather himself running down the trail um, and trying to motivate us all to be a part of this challenge. So I'm really looking forward to giving everything I possibly can this weekend to the David Goggins Challenge, dude. I'm stoked, man. And like with all the, with all the nonsense that's going on in the world, you know, who are we to say that we can't suffer a little bit for a weekend? Amen to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you on that. Because there's plenty of people suffering right now, man. And it's just it, to me, it's just like, why not? Why yeah. not, you know, find a reason to, to suffer with them? You know, it, yeah. it's a little thing that we can do. To me, that's the way that I'm looking looking at it, you know? Yeah. Because uh, the world is, the, the world is, the world's a tough place, man. It is, man. It is. It is. And I mean, I, I'm sure we don't want to get into detail, but man, like, Prayers, prayers to Ukraine, man. Yes, for real, big man. prayers that to Ukraine. I'll get into detail. Yeah. Fuck Russia. Fuck them. I'm standing with Ukraine 100%, I respect, I respect man. That, man. Screw them, bastards, yeah. man. It's bullshit. You know, I mean, they're the only dumb mother... They're the only idiots out there still just trying to be like it's the fucking 40s yeah. and you can just roll tanks over somebody's border. What, what, and what, I know it's a messy thing and I'm not saying necessarily deploy all our troops over there right now, but somebody needs to end this shit right now. And it's just, I, I'm hoping that what comes out of this terrible situation is the absolute demise of Putin's reign. I, I, Let's just end that shit. Yeah, but I also, I also, I guess the glass half full about it, it which is hard to even like try to fathom is I appreciate that the world is joining together. Yeah. You know, 100%. Whether, whether it's, whether it's the, uh, like the Delta airlines or like the airlines itself, whether it's a uh, FIFA, mm -hmm. they, they canceled Russia, like stuff like that. Like you, like the world, yeah, yeah, Russia's fucking up, but the world is seeing that if we stick together, like, Shit can it's change, not gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna happen. It's, yeah. it's not gonna happen. And that's that. I 100 agree with you. And that goes to show you that like the days of those world wars, 
You know, everybody wants to say that this is a world war. It's not going to be a world war because if the world decides to go to war against Russia, we're going to fucking demolish what we have to demolish and then hopefully build up a badass yeah. democracy and a free country in Russia, which I'm pretty sure even if they're brainwashed enough over there and they don't believe it right now, they'll be happy after it happens. Um, so I, I think you're 100% right. And a lot of people like kind of laughed it off. I mentioned to uh, somebody the other day, I was like, oh, no uh, World Cup for Russia. And they just kind of laughed about it. And it's like, but that's that's what the feet, I mean, what do you want? FIFA to go grab fucking assault rifles and go fight them. That's what they have. That's their yeah. platform to fight for them. So this is my platform to tell Russia to go fuck themselves. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you know, they make them different in Ukraine. All right. You got the Klitschko brothers that are fucking hall of fame boxers that are holding rifles yeah. right now in a foxhole somewhere ready to go defend their country. You got Vasily Lomachenko that left his, uh, his, uh, you know, comfortable life here in America where he trains to be one of the best boxers in the world and he's over there right now as part of a territory defense unit so I mean yeah. to me they make them different in Ukraine man those guys are those guys are rallying to the call so Jason makes me feel like I'm you know Mel Gibson and Braveheart yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, all I need is blue. All I need is blue paint on yeah, your face, bro. I'm, hey, where you go, I go, Jason. Hey, Let's fucking do it. I'm, I'm mean, following I'm, you, bro. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I mean, it just. It, it, nah, it, but I get it, bro. I, I I get that passion. I get that. Uh, I mean, there's a mixture of like, dudes hate, man. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just it's just not where. Look it. The world had a fucked up two years. Mm -hmm. Fucked up two years. Oh yeah, and we're barely scratching the surface of like so quote unquote normal. Yeah, and then this shit happens. It's like man, let's we we all need to just come together as one. You know, so seriously, we do need to come together as one. And I think the world's doing the best job that they can yeah. right now. And hopefully, that makes a difference, uh, and that we don't need to send a bunch of people over there where even more innocent lives, yeah. you know, and die. So I mean, with that being said, though, there's plenty there's plenty to look forward to in life, man. And I, I'm one thing that I'm looking forward to is that David Goggins challenge this weekend, and uh, that's that's dope. So uh, so you'll be there Sunday morning. I'll be there Sunday morning. I'm going to be yeah. there. Yeah, I'll be there. You're going to run the 0400 too? I'm going to be there. 0400 and 0800? I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. I will be there. And you then know what I'm saying? 5 a.m., me and the rest of the thoroughbreds on Monday? I promise you that I will do a 5 a.m. class soon. Um, Come on, just do it. I know, one. I know. It's just, uh, I was talking to Gage, and obviously I'm going to put this out there because if it, if you don't say it, it's not going to happen, Put right? it out there, right? Manifest it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have goals. I have goals for this whole year. Um, every month is a goal. You know, okay. and uh, what's the goal of March? So the goal of March is to get back into like fully, fully, fully get back into CrossFit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Get back into You'd be it. a beast. dude. I mean, well, with the help of Gage and Sean and all the coaches, I was feeling that way. But obviously, you know, schedule happens and stuff. But I told mm. myself, like, that's just a fucking another excuse. It's CrossFit gyms everywhere, man. Yeah. There's probably a badass one in Manhattan somewhere. I'm and sure. also, too, if I can't go to my my comfortable eight o'clock class or nine o'clock class, I yeah. can go to my 5 a.m. class, yeah. you know. So but that's that's my goal for for March, but also too, like, I want to keep it up. You mm -hmm. know, I want to keep it up. I, 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 you know, the community, the community yeah. speaks for itself and I miss, I miss the, the crew. So it's a good vibe in there, man. Uh, to me, it's the best way to start my day. Like yeah. today I was, I wasn't able to make it to my 5am dude. And my whole morning just starts different, dude. It really yeah. does. Like I'm not like bummed out or depressed, but it just feels different. You know, yeah. when I'm just drinking my cup of coffee in the morning at work or whatever, I'm <laughs> like, damn man, wish I got a little pump in this yeah. morning. You know what I mean? I, you know, it, it really gets the heart going a different way, man. And, uh, I saw, like you said, um, since you travel a lot, man, yeah. Hit up the CFO, hit up gauge. I just saw him post something on his Instagram that he's in the dungeon working on his programming and if you want private programming hit him up just tell him like dude if I'm on the road how do I get a CrossFit workout in a fucking hotel what, room what, and he will give it to you what's not you know what's funny is like 
when I used to go to the CrossFit gyms and I would post it on, I would post it like on my Instagram, mm-hmm. people would hit me up and they'd be like, yo, if you're ever in Vermont, I have this CrossFit gym or if you're ever in, in fucking Chelsea, New York. And I'm just like, <sighs> damn you people. Like, damn <laughs> you. <laughs> you psychos never give me yeah. a break. But yeah, that's what I like about it though. And it helps you stay persistent when you have the For right sure. culture. You know, I yeah. don't mean to be so cheesy with, with laying <laughs> no, it out there real. like that, but it's very true. And we stay true to the, true to the name, man. Yeah, 100%. So, and, uh, that, that's where I'm like, I, when you said that you had Christian on the show, uh, promoting the David Goggins coming to Ventura. I mean, that's a big deal. He's only going to like six places. Mm-hmm. This dude is big time and Christian and all of persistence culture worked really hard, but Christian specifically, he's the one that kind of lit the fire on the kindling. And I mean, big shout out to you, Christian. Um, and we need to continue his next chapter of his odyssey too. So that'll be coming soon, but I'm stoked for him, for him being able to come through and get David to come. It's pretty dope. You know, what's funny is yesterday, uh, no, uh, the day before when I got back, Kristen, my wife, I mean, we were walking the, uh, the beach, like the promenade. Yeah. Yeah. And we took a roadie. You know, we have a beer in our yeah. in our in our in our coffee cups. Yeah, we're just, soda, we're just walking, yeah. chilling. Uh-huh. And then I see this beautiful man with no shirt running with his girlfriend. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking Christian. This fucking <laughs> and guy. And I'm like, I'm like looking at him. I'm like, I'm dazed. I'm like, God, what a beautiful man. And I'm just like, <laughs> and right away, the Bodfather, yeah, man. And so, so I see I see him and I go, David Goggins, David Goggins. <laughs> and then he's like, Hey Pep. And he's like, and then he said he said something like, See you Sunday. See you Sunday, but like, like, but then he like ran into the wind, and then all of a sudden I turn my head, I turn my head, I turn back, he's disappeared. I'm like, all right, man, like little subtle cool (laughs) mohawk just blowing in the wind. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, bro, like you're not flexing and you have an eight pack. Like, yeah. You don't work What's that up with that. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. Now he's, it, 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 he's awesome. He came running into the gym at fucking five at the last 5am class I was at on Tuesday. And, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, I ran here, you know, did my four miles. And he's, he's literally basically done the David Goggins challenge for the last like two months. So Jeez. he's ready. He's ready. I'm just glad they're going to have ice baths on deck because that's a lot of running. Oh, yeah. You know, so prepare your legs, people out there that are getting ready. The meniscus and the old quads and the glutes are going to be feeling it. Oh, 100%. Um, but I'm looking forward to being a part of it. And now I'm really looking forward to Sunday. I'm going to get you on the mic again this Sunday, man. I'm going to double down on you on the oh, microphone yeah? this weekend. Yeah, like yeah. I said, we're going to be set up, man. So uh, I'll yeah. bring the coffee. We'll hang out. Hell yeah. <laughs> You'll have refreshments. The, ro- right? the yeah. roadie coffee, though, right? Yeah. Not the real coffee. Oh, I can do that too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One real <laughs> coffee, one roadie coffee. Yeah. Also, last <laughs> thing that I want to do this year, by the way, for What's my for the platform, what? And, what? Uh, I want to do a beer. I want to do a beer collab. Oh, I want to do a beer collab. Uh, Juan and me and the Pep Talk crew, we're, we're working on coming up with uh, whether the brewery or, or whoever. But you looking for taste testers? Taste testers. We're looking for our own label. We want to do an okay. exclusive, you know, right, X so- amount of, of cans, and and who knows, they might eventually be. Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, what is it? No, uh, <laughs> collectors' items. Yeah, no, I'm down, I'm down. Like limited edition, yeah. I'm down. And I, so since I know Juan has a deep appreciation for art. I do too. Now, craft beers all kind of have, you know, like funky cans. They always try to have a little bit of art behind it. Um, But some of my favorite is Pizza Port Brewing. So if you're looking to harass a specific brewing company, I know that Made West and Pizza Port have done two collabs that I'm aware of, Hazy Lines and Queen of the Beach, Mm -hmm. which Queen of the Beach was one of the best beers I've ever drank in my life. One of the best beers I've ever had in my life. So I say say we corner those two guys and we just start harassing them. We already already have... We make. We yeah. have the mark. We have the market plan. We have the rollout. We have the game plan. We, we have got the persistence. We have the persistence. <laughs> we have 
the platform. We have the design. All we need is that one lucky. And we got the two company. best craft beer makers <laughs> in California there that are go. going to collab with Pep Talk. Exactly. Dude, it's going to be dope. You know what? I'm looking forward to the Pep Talk and everything that's coming this year, but I'm even more looking forward to spending some more time with you yeah, likewise, in the Persistence man. Culture facility and then uh, outside of it as well, brother. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been an absolute blast. Thank you for being on the show, man. For sure. I really appreciate it, Pep. Thank you, guys. Also, uh, real quick, man, uh, they're going to be selling a shirt. So, uh, oh, yeah. All the proceeds are going to uh, Gold Coast Veterans Foundation. Uh, so, uh, if you see the shirt, make sure you purchase it. It's all for a great cause. 100%. It's the David Goggins challenge shirt. So it's a really dope graphic on there. It's David Goggins kind of graphic around this challenge. So it's going to be the perfect shirt for you to sweat through all weekend long. They will be in the facility on Friday. So before you go on that first run, be able to throw on that David Goggins shirt for a little motivation. And I, and, and just so I know how much money to bring, how much is it? Just bring all your money, bro. Bring, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Bring all, bring yep. all your money. Uh, <laughs> now, now you can you can look it up on Get Persistence. I don't I don't have the details on the on the price, um, but we have multiple options of payment. If you want to buy one at the facility, you can use Venmo, Zelle, Cash, Card, whatever you want at the facility. E- e- Ethereum. Yeah, Ethereum. Okay, whatever you want. Just, coin, yeah. I'll give you my I'll give you my Coinbase wallet, there and you, you can send it there. Yep. I'll collect it for you, and then I'll divvy it out after some interest goes up. Um, but no, seriously. So check out the David. Goggins shirt, like Mambo said, it's going to a great cause. 100% of the proceeds. It's definitely worth it. Um, but thanks again, brother, for sure. being on the show, man. It's and always for, good to see you, dude. Thanks for having me. And, th- and keep keep it up. You, you know what? F- let me let me hit you with the random question. I didn't even have one prepared. Oh, but shit. at the beginning... I was waiting for that, by the way. But oh, <laughs> shit. No, that's it. It's because I'm on the different side of the table, man. It threw me off. I didn't, I didn't have one prepared. Okay. But when he introed you, he's got some of the dopest intros. Yeah. You said that, man, I feel like I'm walking into a ring. If you were a UFC fighter, a boxer, or or wrestler, what would be your song you would walk out walk out to? Ooh, great random question, man. <laughs> so I have two. I've actually thought about it. <laughs> I've actually good. thought, I, yes, I actually yes. thought about okay, it. Good, yeah. good, good. I thought about it. So it would actually be. Um, I would. I was. I would switch it out. I would actually do. You know that song, "Over the Rainbow." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want because I know I'd want to come out to like something like relax and calm, and everyone, you know, me being a big guy, they'd be like, "Why is it he's playing this like soft shit?" Come out somewhere over the rainbow. rainbow. Which version though, the Hawaiian cat the Hawa- or the original? No, the Hawaiian cat. Okay, for sure. But on the other side of it, I would definitely come out to uh, the training montage of uh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, okay. when he's training, when he's yeah. in Russia and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That gets me pumped up for no matter yeah. what I'm doing, bro. Yeah. But then there's can, also the theme song to Bloodsport. Like that would also be a like the Kumite. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good one. There's a lot of there's a lot of music to get you pumped up, man. Would, I gotta ask you guys, what would be yours? Strict, strictly man. because of Roy Jones Jr. and oh. that one fight, I'd come out to the Rockweiler and hopefully have Red and Meth walking down with me. Because, dude, that, the way that beat kicks in and then the way that Red Man just starts his verse off, dude, it, I mean, it gets me pumped up. gets me pumped up. You thought about this too, huh? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that was like the perfect intro. But if I don't want to coattail and ride on them, uh, I'd probably come down, I'd have to time it right so that it cuts into the hook. You know, I don't know how much time I'm going to have, but it would probably be, uh, even though what we do is wrong. Even though what we do is wrong by, uh, by freeway. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I haven't heard that song well, in forever. Yeah. When the heat stopped yeah. working and my heat <laughs> stopped working, <laughs> I'll rob me a person. When he performed that, when he performed that on the movie, oh my gosh. So yeah. So that's probably what I would come down to. If that's I had to a pick good my choice own. right there. Yeah. 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 That's clean. Yeah. Yours? I, I would have to think about it, bro. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about it like you guys. So yeah. 
Nah, but uh, thanks for being here, bro. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. Uh, I know it was last minute, but uh, we do appreciate you. Also, oh, yeah. if you want to check out his podcast, uh, where, where's uh, can they get all the links? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the best way is to look me up on my Instagram, Big Pep Thirty Three Forty Two. But also, too, my YouTube channel is the same handle, Big Pep Thirty Three Forty Two, and on yeah. the Persistence Culture platform too. And it's yeah. on the Persistence Culture platform. And once again, you guys, you guys, Enrique, the whole squad, thank you guys for supporting me, and hopefully, uh. For many more years to come. You got oh, a seat sure. at the yellow table for life, big dog. Appreciate yeah, man. That, man. Hey, make sure you guys give a, give us a follow at Persistence Culture. Keep moving.